there's many times that I've been very anxious about something and many times where I've let it, you know, unconsciously overtake me and where I didn't do anything. But there's also been other times. This is why I'm much better at my life today than I ever have been. There's also other times where I can allow that emotion to be there. It can be present. It's there. But it doesn't mean it has to stop me from doing what I want to do. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today. At our show, we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. I just wanted to come on really quickly and share with you something I created for you that I'm very excited about. You know, I'm a big fan of using our mind and the tools that we can use within it to begin to create our life, our ideal life, the way that we want to. There's many different things that we can do this. And I know that if you're listening to this, you're intuitively, you already believe that you have the power to be, do, and have whatever you want. You already believe intuitively that you can create your life by design. But often I find people, as much as they believe it, they keep kind of repeating programs of the past. They keep, you know, self-sabotaging at times, running into the same issues or, or even having struggles of the same. So maybe, you know, continuing to struggle with money. Uh, maybe continuing to struggle in relationships, continuing to struggle in creating the the body and the health and fitness that we want, or whatever it might be, maybe your own personal happiness. So what I've done for you is I've created a, I think it's about five or six minutes, but a visualization that you can use, a guided visualization to help you achieve your goals. I know there's things that you want. I know there's things that you can have and you can be and you can do. And so I wanted to give you a tool that you can apply in your life to begin to create that in your life and create it in your mind so it begins to show in your outer reality. So if you go to benspangle.com forward slash gift and you can download that visualization for free, the guided visualization on achieving your goals. All right, let's get you back to the show. Happy New Year, I guess, depending when you're listening. Right now, it's a brand new start to the year. And for me, and I know for many, the start of the year is a very exciting time. It seems to hold incredible possibilities for you and I. We seem to be able to maybe let go a little bit of the past. We seem to be able to think a little bit more in possibility as we begin to think about our new year. So it's a great time to be reviewing this. <clears throat> now, the truth is, no matter when you're listening to this, what I'm going to talk to you about today is a phenomenal time for you to review these things. Because as we begin to move into new levels in our life, new levels of achievement, new levels of business success, new levels of life success, or as we want to move into them, there's a process for that. There's things we can do that can really help accelerate that process. And no matter where you are in your life, I know that you're wanting more. You're wanting more probably financial success. You probably want to feel healthier and have more energy. You probably want better relationships. You probably want your business to grow or keep growing. You want to keep growing. And that's part of being a spiritual being is that we are in our spiritual DNA, as spirit's always for, is for greater expansion, improvement, growth, and progress. So that's just part of who we are. So we're always going to have that. So as we look at creating the next level of life for you, I want to share with you tips that can help you begin this new year, this new life for you today. The other thing I know about the start of New Year's, you probably know this well, when people begin to make New Year's resolutions, things they want to change in their life, it's close to 90, 95% of them have dropped that within a few weeks. 
I mean, the, the stats and the studies on it are, are staggering, but not surprising. So quick reminder on that. Why is it that we begin with such good intentions? We have the best ideas of what we're going to do and commitments we're going to make. But then within a matter of a, a few short weeks, we've dropped off the gym. You know, we're already back to eating the way that we were. We're, uh, if we were giving up something, whether that be junk food or alcohol or, or nicotine or, or who knows what, right? Any kind of addiction, maybe social media, I don't know, any kind of addiction, we're back to our old ways. Why do 90, 95% of people end up doing that? Well, I have a real simple answer that I believe the answer holds is that 90 to 95% of what we do is unconscious and the subconscious controls all of our habits. And most of us are not using the tools. We might not even be aware of them, but we don't know how to reprogram that great subconscious mind. So, you know, I'm passionate about it. If you haven't listened, uh, there's an episode, you can just search it called reprogramming your mind um, on, on that, I did, that I did on the show. <clears throat> but that's something that if we don't do that, it becomes difficult to make change because willpower has its limitations. Now we can will many things in. I mean, we can discipline ourselves to do many things and it has its limitations. There's only so much willpower we have to do anything in our life. Willpower is like a reservoir that every day begins with a certain amount and every little choice that we have to make begins to deplete it a little bit more. And sometimes when we're choosing a new behavior, a new habit, a new thing we want to condition into ourselves, that takes even more energy. And it's very easy for the unconscious to slip back into who we were. So if that's happened for you already, you know, I think at the time you're getting this recording, it's kind of mid-January and maybe you started with the best of intentions, but you've fallen off. Let this be your sign that it's time to get back on track. Let this be your reminder that you can change, that you have the capacity and the ability within you to make some big changes in your life. I'm going to share with you some processes that I use for myself personally that have really helped me you know, create some pretty wonderful things in my life. I use some of these with our, our coaching clients as well, both one-on-one -on -one and in our group coaching program, Mindset Mastery Pro. And these are the kind of things that I find when we apply them are not only does it work in my life, but our clients get great results too. And so I, I want to share a couple of these with you so that you can begin to really look at how can I apply these in my life so that I can get the results that I want. You know, I love, I love my favorite thing is when I hear from people where they've applied some of the principles that I teach and they're now getting new levels of results in their life. You know, I think of um, uh, just in our, our MMP, our Mindset Mastery Pro Group Coaching, uh, I think of someone who, Erica, I'll give you an example, and I'm actually going to have her share her story one day of how it all unfolded. But Erica wanted to find a new business for herself and she wasn't exactly sure. She just knew she wanted a business. And on one of our coaching calls, I coached her on the spot through a couple strategies she could use, the, the difference between specificity and general manifesting, which we'll talk about maybe another time. But she applied it right away. And within a week, within a week, she had attracted the perfect business opportunity that was exactly right for her and her family. And uh, it's pretty cool to see that. That's just one example. You know, I think of some of the other examples. We've got a guy, John, in our program as well, doing an amazing job. And with him applying some of these strategies, two days later, he attracted a client that was going to generate over $10,000 in commission. So the reason I'm sharing this stuff with you is that these ideas work. They're not theoretical. I'm not teaching just because I read it in a book or anything like that. This is stuff I actually do in my life and we actually do in our programs.
All right, let's get into the first concept for you, for you to consider on how to go and make the next 12 months the best 12 months of your life. Before we begin with what to even start doing with this next 12 months, I think it's very important to take a look at this idea of who do you need to let go of? In other words, who do you need to stop being and what do you need to stop? Most of the time when we think of a New Year's resolution, it might be, you know, we're cutting something out, right? It might be we're going to commit to going to the gym three days a week, whatever. But we don't often think about what are the thoughts I need to let go of? What are the emotions I need to let go of? Sometimes we'll look at a behavior we need to let go of. But one of the reasons why when we start on these New Year's resolutions, so many fail is often we're addressing the action component only. The action part is important, but it's a three-part equation. There's thoughts, feelings, and actions that produce results. So if we only focus on the action, we neglect the thoughts and the feelings, then we're only focusing on one-third of that equation, one small part of it. Now, keep in mind, thoughts and emotions primarily drive behavior. The truth is emotion primarily drives behavior. So if we don't address this, if you don't address this, it's so easy to start with the best of intentions and before you know it, you've fallen back to your old ways. So let's talk about that. Who do you need to no longer be? Who will you no longer be? In other words, what are the thoughts you're gonna let go of? And the best way to do this is write it down. What are the emotions you no longer want to feel? So you may have a thought um, perhaps in your business life where you're not making the amount of calls or contacts that you want for the success you want, whatever the nature of it is that you do, you know, in every business, I mean, you've got a prospect, you've got to go and meet people that could become clients or customers of your product or service. So if you're not taking the action on that, the way that you want to, it's great to really stop and think about, okay, well, what's, if I'm not taking that action, you could just say, I just need to do more of it. That's probably true. But why am I not taking that action? What is it that's preventing me from taking that action? What are the thoughts behind me not taking that action? What's the emotion behind me not taking that action? You know, and I know, that if you were to dramatically increase the amount of action you took in your business life and became more productive and effective, your income's gonna grow. Your business is gonna grow. Things are going to improve. You'll probably become even happier. You know, there's a tendency that as we become more productive and effective, we love the progress we're making. Progress is equal to happiness. So I could tell you, just take massive action. And, you know, I mean, you've heard that before. And there might've been times you've done it, but most of the time we fall off. Why? We're not addressing the hidden things behind the action. So yes, what is the new behavior that we're gonna work towards? Absolutely. But what are the ones I need to let go of? Guys, this is so important. This is so important because, because we want to really begin to get in the operating system of your mind. When we begin to do that, we begin to make changes. And that's, of course, the subconscious. Well, the subconscious operates not just on what it does, but it operates in thoughts and emotions. So we want to look at what are the thoughts I'm letting go of? What are these feelings? In other words, if you feel uh, fear over taking action in your business, then that fear is something you're going to have to learn to work through. There's lots of different ways you can do that, lots of different modalities, everything. There's lots of great uh, healing things you can do with emotions if they're really getting in the way. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many different things you could do, whether it's EFT, whether it's hypnosis, uh, you know, whether it's um, the Sedona method. I mean, on and on and on. Like, it's your whole bunch, ho'oponopono. 
There's lots of different ways that you can begin to work through it. But just to start, even without needing any of those things, is just to bring awareness to it, to identify. So in other words, to write down the thoughts that are I'm going to let go of. I'm not going to allow myself to think these thoughts. Now, when you write them down, this doesn't mean that they never pop into your mind again. What it does do, though, is you go from unconsciously repeating these thoughts to now conscious. You bring conscious awareness to it. And now that you've brought conscious awareness to it, you can begin to identify it when it comes up. You can notice it when it comes up. And now that you've identified it, you've noticed it, you have choice. You can say, I don't want to think that thought anymore. I'm not going to believe that thought. That's just an old conditioned pattern that I'm no longer going to hang on to. And you can do that. You always have the ability to do that. You don't have to believe every thought you have. You don't have to uh, identify with every thought you have. They're just thoughts. And most of them are the same thoughts you've had in the past. They're all repeated from the past anyways. The mind, the conditioned mind, all it knows is your past life. It doesn't know. It can't even predict the future. And it's trying to predict the future based on the past. So what are the thoughts to let go of that you're no longer going to think? And then these emotions. Is it guilt? Is it fear? Is it anger? Is it... Uh, you know, anxiety, is it doubt? Is it whatever? Again, sometimes just writing it down, paying attention to it and bringing awareness, sometimes that alone is enough to begin to make changes because you're going from unconsciously feeling them to now consciously. Now, when you become conscious of, okay, hey, there's that anxiety again. There's that fear again. There's that worry about what they're going to think about me again. You become aware of it in the moment and you can ask yourself, do, am I going to let that control me? You always have a choice. You can feel fear and act anyways, right? There's many times that I've been very anxious about something and many times where I've let it, you know, unconsciously overtake me and where I didn't do anything. But there's also been other times. This is why I'm much better at my life today than I ever have been. There's also other times where I can allow that emotion to be there. It can be present. It's there. But it doesn't mean it has to stop me from doing what I want to do. And so that's really what I want to encourage you. Before we even jump into anything else, of creating this new year and this new life and this new you, we want to really, really look at beginning to identify who am I no longer going to be. I hope you'll take some time to do that. I hope you will. Okay, when we've done that, what's our next step? Hopefully you've done this by now. And if you haven't, it's okay, right? But really, as you look at your next 12 months or your next quarter or your next six months, I mean, the truth is it doesn't matter the time frame. We can look at this regularly, but we now want to identify what does my best year look like? We want to have an aim. We want to have a target. We want to have something we're moving towards. What would my best year look like? How would you know at the end of the next 12 months that this was your best year? What is it that you really want to make happen? And I like to simplicity. You know, I, I've had times in my life, in the early part of my goal setting life, I would have so many different goals. And the truth is I barely accomplished any of them in the time that I set out to because I was just too scattered. I had too many. I like to focus now in my life, one, two kind of goals that I have. And that's my main focus. Maybe three, but usually it's one or two. Main priorities, main visions, main goals that I'm working towards creating. And I'm going to help you right now with something that really helped me and something that's helped a lot of our, our clients too, is this idea of not being attached to it needs to happen by the end of the year. So it's this interesting dichotomy where I've got both 
the intention of this is what would make it my best year, but I'm also surrendered to the fact that I'm okay whether it does or doesn't. Now, that's hard as an achiever because we want to control it. We want to say, this is going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. This is all these kind of things. And that's great. Often what will happen, though, is as time goes on, if we're not on pace for our goal, we actually begin to create a lot of resistance within ourselves. We begin to uh, think that, you know, oh, crap, I've only got six months left. And then we get to operate from a place of fear rather than a place of abundance. We get to operate from a place of um, where I'm just trying to force it all rather than allowing it to flow. And I've been there. I've done it, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you have, too. And I know it's rhetorical, but you tell me, where do you operate from your best? Is living in a state of fear the best for you? Is that how you're going to accomplish your vision is by living in fear? I don't think so. Even if you've done that in the past and that's been your MO, I, I promise you that's not a healthy way to live. Why? When you're living in a state of fear, you're living in a state of stress on the autonomic nervous system. If you're living in a state of stress in your body, you are destined for disease. No organism can be in a stressed out state all the time. So fear is not the way that we want to be living. So that's why I'm talking about having a clear intention. What does my best year look like? But I'm also okay. That's what I'm working towards. Now, whether it happens by the end of this year, whether it happens in six months, whether it takes me 18 months, 20, it doesn't matter. I'm working towards that. That's something I'm in the pursuit of. To be able to move towards the vision of the future. It doesn't matter when it happens. You just got to know that it's going to happen. Trust the universe. Trust God. Trust source. Trust that higher intelligence that there's enough knowing. There's enough intelligence to know that it'll come at the right time for you. So let's get clarity around it. What would it look like? And then we begin moving towards it. If it happens sooner, great. Happens right on time, great. Happens later, great. It's all awesome. We just know it's going to happen. It's going to manifest. It is going to take form. So what would your best look like? What does it look like? What's the results you really want to create? If we don't have clarity on this, it's so easy to flounder. It's super easy, as Napoleon Hill says, to drift. We stop doing the little things that are getting the success. We're less focused. We're less productive. You know, and we're just drifting. We're just kind of finding our way. All right. The next big one that we're going to talk about, the third thing I'm going to talk to you about today is habits. Habits, 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 habits. Um, you know, because we are so unconscious, we really do a lot of what we create in our life. The majority of what we create in our life is habitual. And we have habits that really serve us. We have habits that really don't serve us. And I'm not going to talk to you about eliminating some of the other ones today. That's probably a different conversation for us. But I do want to talk to you about installing a new one. Installing one to two new ones. You know, if you made a list, so you wrote out and you wrote out on your notebook and you wrote down, I, these are the things that would make this the best year of my life to be able to do this, 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 and this, right? Or I did this, right? made this much revenue, made this much money, had this in my business, had this in my health, whatever it was, right? This in my marriage. We bought this home, et cetera, you know, whatever it might be. But then you ask yourself, okay, what are the most important behaviors that I would need in order to accomplish that? In other words, what kind of actions do I want and need to be taken? And you wrote down a list and you'll probably come up with, you know, two, three, four, five that you could do. Here's a question I'm going to give you that will really help you isolate your most important priority to begin today. 
And, you know, I come from a background <clears throat> in the financial world, of course, that was my, my main business for a long time. And uh, in that world, we, there's what's called ROI, return on investment. ROI. So when you look at this list of actions that you've created, which one of these is going to give you the best ROI, return on investment, or ROT, return on time? Which one of these will produce the highest amount of results for you? And then when you know that one, and it's probably the one you're the most resistant to as well. I find often when we want to create these new changes in our life, we kind of know what the next step is. We know if I leveled up in this area, it'd make a big difference, but then we're resistant to doing it. So I'm challenging you to not take the easy path on this one. Don't take the one that you know is easy. And the truth is it's probably not going to make the biggest difference. The one that's going to bring the biggest ROI is probably the one you're most resistant to. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to implement it. You're going to make that change. Are you going to become the future version of you so that you can manifest this great reality that you want? Or are you going to stay stuck in the old you? It's your choice. You have the awareness. You have the ability to choose. Now, you can choose staying the same. You can choose not changing. That's up to you. However, you know as well as I do that if nothing changes, nothing changes. So which one of these actions is going to give you the greatest ROI and ROT? And then it doesn't start as a habit. It starts as a discipline. The only way something becomes a habit is through discipline. When we discipline ourselves enough to do this behavior over time, eventually it becomes a habit. On average, they say most habits take 66 days to reach what's called automaticity, the point where it's easier to do it than it is to not do it. Some might be faster than that. Some might be longer than that. It doesn't matter though. If you know this is the one that's going to move the needle, this is the one that's going to give you the greatest return on investment of your time and your energy, then it's worth applying. It's worth picking that. Again, we've only got a certain amount of willpower per day, the reservoir. So let's make sure that we're using it on things that actually bring us towards and move us towards our vision of the future. What one is it for you? Which one is it? All right. I wanted to share that with you. I am so excited for you. And I truly do. I want this to be the best 12 months of your life. I want it to be life-changing for you. I want you to have the breakthrough that you've been asking for. I want you to create the level of success that you've been dreaming of for a while. I want it to be your breakthrough year. I want it to be the year that you go and you really go and create all new levels of success in your life. So what I've done for you is I've created a free goal manifestation checklist. And on this checklist, I'm going to walk you through some steps to make sure that when you design your goal, there's some steps to make sure that you follow this process, that you've done these things so that you can become who you need to become to create and attract the success that you want. Jim Rohn taught a long time ago, success is not something you pursue. Success is something you attract by the person you become. So if, if you go to benspangle.com forward slash checklist, you can get a free copy of my goal manifestation checklist. We'll link that up in the show notes as well. As always, I love having you here. I love having you a part of the pursuit 
podcast. If you're new to the show, make sure to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. Click subscribe. And if you haven't yet, do me a favor. One of the most important ways and best ways that we can reach more people all around the world is actually through reviews. Because when people see reviews, they love it. They want to know. So if you've enjoyed the show, do me a favor. Give us a five-star review. Write a few words why you like it. I would really love and appreciate that from you. So I'm wishing you the best year of your life, the best 12 months of your life. If we have not had an opportunity to meet, hopefully one day maybe we can. And with that being said, let's make it a great day today. All right. I'll see you soon.